Welcome to Weaving Your Web, a podcast where we are reclaiming our creative alchemy to find the freedom to weave the webs of our lives from a place of feminine desire, soul truth, and the roaring rivers of wisdom that flow through us all. I am your host, Ashley River, and thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode helps you to tune into more of your own creativity, medicine, and soul's magic. I want to talk more about choice and how choice is truly our magic wand. It is how we weave a life from sovereignty. Choice is our superpower. You've heard me say this so many times. We are making choices with every single moment, with our thoughts, with our beliefs, with the people that we are choosing to engage with, what we are choosing to consume, with our habits, with our words. With every single intention that we make, conscious or unconscious, it is a choice. Life is truly a simulation of endless, infinite potential. Endless choices. Every choice we make, we are grabbing a thread to weave with. And I talked about this on the introduction episode of the podcast, but when we are born, we come in with so many threads of the past. The past has already been woven. You know, you can't change the past. You can only change the now and choose your future, choose the potential to weave for the future. And so we come in with threads from our past lives stories that are encoded in our soul, in our soul experience. We come in with stories of our ancestry that's encoded in our DNA and our blood. We come in with stories of culture of the past that's woven within us. And we have choices to continue to weave based off of these threads that are already within us or to peer into the future and grab new threads to weave with based off of the potential that we are visioning. And this is truly the role of the mystic, you know, the etymology of the word mystic is to close the eyes and lips. And when you close the eyes and lips, you have the ability to be with the divine, to peer into the potential of the infinite, to go into the mystery and discover what is there. And in this space, you will find so many potentials so many dreams, so many flashes of what is possible. And in the present, you have your choice. Do I want to choose this? Do I want to choose that? What do I want to weave? This is what weaving your web is all about. It's about reclaiming your sovereignty and your ability to weave based off of your choices and your intentions. And this path of weaving requires curiosity. It requires us to be open and surrendered. Have you ever been to a psychic or medium or someone who you place on a pedestal of being able to peer into the divine and receive messages and guidance? And, you know, we all have this ability. Some are more gifted at it than others. 
we need psychics in the society, but have you ever placed a psychic on a pedestal as having more power of authority over choice than you? Meaning maybe they, you know, all a psychic is doing is peering into the potential of future, seeing what is possible, and then relaying that message to you. And then you have free will, sovereignty, and choice based off of what is being presented. And have you ever received what has been presented and then obsessed over that potential where you have done everything to make it come true? And this is actually a big theme in the plot of Hamlet. Shakespeare's Hamlet, he does everything to control the fate that the fates brought forth to him. These witches told him these potentials of how he could become king, and he went around killing everyone to try to make it happen. And in the end, he actually made the fate that he didn't want come true because he was trying to control it. And this doesn't work because web weaving is weaving in the mystery. It's knowing that every choice is just another thread. It's just a part of the weaving. And like the spider medicine story that I told in the first episode, you can reweave your web at any moment. You can devour the web and start over. But the point is to keep weaving because if you are stunting yourself, if you are such in a place of indecision that you're unable to make a choice, you're unable to move the weaving along, you will be stuck in suffering. You'll be in a space of perfectionism, trying to get it right. What if this choice is wrong? And what I want you to understand is there are no wrong choices. There is only the choice that you choose. And that choice will lead you to another choice and another choice and another choice. And you can always come back to that place in the road where you chose a different path for a little bit. And my marriage is a perfect example of this because I was presented with two choices. When I chose to move in with my ex, I saw two potentials, two loves. One was the one I chose, and there was another one that was presented. He looked completely different, completely different vibe. There was actually a third choice too that I'm just remembering now. There was a third choice, someone I met when I was in LA, right before I went up to San Francisco. And so I had three choices and I could have chosen anyone. You know, I was seeing into the potentials of what would happen if I chose each choice. And in that moment, I made a choice based off of what was the easiest, what was the safest, what was the most simple choice that I can make in that moment. Because I was, I was tired. I was actually pregnant at the time, my first pregnancy. And so I made a choice. And that choice led me to so many more choices that I made that helped me to grow and reweave my web. And I completely devoured my web so many times since then. And I'm landing in a completely new web that I have woven based off of completely new choices that I've made in my life. This is how we stand in our creative power. This is how we are sovereign in our will to create the lives that we desire to grow, to heal, to evolve, to step into our soul's purpose. It's all about choice. And something that we've forgotten as a culture and as a collective feminine especially 
is we've forgotten that at the foundation of choice there must be desire, there must be passion. Because if there's passion, if there's desire, it doesn't even matter what the choice looks like. We won't be so obsessed with like, should I live here or there? Or what if this choice doesn't end up turning out and looking like this? You know, we we tend to make choices based off of this like superficial level of what it will look like or what people will think of us or how can we please or how can we be accepted. But if passion and desire are not at the core of the choices we are making, then we are just making choices based off of ego. And there's nothing wrong with ego. We're placed on this this planet with an ego for a purpose. We need it. But we need to learn how to make choices from soul, from the song singing deeper within us. And this will require us to get hungry. We've demonized hungry women, especially for eons and eons, with this idea that a hungry woman, the woman who has a desire, a woman who sees an expanded future for herself, we've projected onto her that she's power hungry, that she's egotistical, that she'll never be satisfied. And this is something that's been projected onto me for so long by so many people constantly telling me that I will never be satisfied, that I'm always seeking power. And this is the one thing that I'm able to instantly deflect as projection because all I'm seeking is to get closer to my truth, get closer to my desire, because I can see into the future and see what my potential is. I know my purpose. I know my potential. I know what I desire. I know the dreams that I'm here to seed, and I'm not going to stop and settle. I'm not going to stop and settle for something that doesn't feel good to me. Most people are walking around, making choices that will keep them safe, making choices based off of their emotional trauma, based off of their family lines, based off of the the conditioning that they carry. And of course, this will create envy of a woman who is liberated enough and sovereign enough to say, no, I want something else. And this is the, the medicine and the myth of Lilith. And I talk about Lilith constantly in my work. And I'm pretty sure that I already shared the story of Lilith in another episode, but when Lilith chose to not lie under Adam, she was exiled from the Garden of Eden. She made a choice based on her desires. No, this is not what I want. And she was demonized. All these religious beliefs were created around her that if you have a wet, sinful dream, it's caused by Lilith. Or if you have a baby that died, It's caused by Lilith. All of these stories were projected upon her to fear her so that you will not follow after her and make a choice that will go against the choice that has been made for you based on someone else's needs, desires, and wants. So if you find yourself at this place of needing to make a choice in your life, maybe it's a big choice, like you're you're going to move or whether or not to stay in your relationship, if you're faced with a big choice, know that any choice from your soul is going to set you free. And your indecision, your inability to make a choice because of the fear of failure or 
a regret that you might carry or this fear that you will make the wrong choice, if you do not reclaim the power of your choice, you will be at the whim of life. You will not be weaving your own web. You will be constantly finding yourself caught in the webs that other people are creating for you, projecting upon you. This will keep you in suffering. This will keep you in a place of not being sovereign, not being empowered in your creativity and your ability to manifest the life that you want. Don't be afraid to peer into the future, to close the eyes and lips, to go within and see what is the future, what is the potential that you see? What is the vision? What is the dream? Allow yourself to go to that space. And in that space, you will see you have infinite choices. And as soon as you make one choice that directs you towards whichever potential you are choosing, you are freeing yourself from any web that you are caught in that is keeping you stuck. So expand your scope of choice. Know that there are infinite choices for you. There's never just one or two. There are infinite your choice will direct you to where you want to go. Be clear with it. And I'll leave you with a poem that came through for me a couple months ago. It came through when I was making the choice to leave Santa Fe and to come back to California. And so it says, I am no victim. I am a queen. Life is what I choose it to be. Even if I once agreed to choices that others have made for me, with my actions and my beliefs, with my yeses and from my grief, I choose to learn freedom anyway. Because freedom coddles no victim. She sings to liberate the world into truth. I choose potential. I choose more life. I choose what hasn't been chosen before. From maiden to story weaver, from victim to mother of all creation, I remember that my choice is my wand. Thank you for listening to these sacred weavings. I hope they may inspire and empower you to weave the web of your life. You can find more of my work at ashleyriver.co or on Instagram at I am Ashley River. The intro and outro music for this podcast is called Dim Light, a song from my friend Haley off of her album Bottom of the Sky, which you can find on Spotify. Definitely give her music a listen. It is so beautiful. Please also consider subscribing, rating, and leaving a review to this podcast and sharing it with anyone you feel may resonate with the wisdom here. For the more threads we have consciously weaving, the more change we can reweave throughout this world together. Mm-hmm.